Welcome to the Hey Soul Sister podcast, where Mel Histon will guide you through life's big questions and bring you one step closer to doing this crazy journey as best you can. Hey Soul Sisters, today we're going to talk about a very important topic that everyone, well when I say everyone, I mean probably every woman and some men can relate to, and that is personal boundaries. We're going to explore the importance of setting healthy boundaries in both our personal and professional lives, because they're an essential component of maintaining our mental, emotional and physical well-being, and yet so many of us struggle with setting and enforcing them. So in this episode, we'll be discussing what personal boundaries are, why they matter, and how to establish them in various contexts, from friendships and romantic relationships to work and health family dynamics. We're also going to share a few little stories, personal stories, insights, and practical tips to enhance our self-awareness and strengthen your relationships. And when I say we, I mean, that's not just me talking today. I also have Dr. Ricky Elliott in the studio with me today. Dr. Ricky is a psychologist and director of the Hummingbird Centre, which is a world-class mental health and wellbeing treatment centre that connects and heals as many people as possible. Hey, Dr. Ricky. Hey, Mel. Thanks for having me. Well, this is, I think, the third time you've been yeah, on Hey Soul Sister. it is. And I, I feel as though we, um, we do good work together. We, we sure <laughs> do. We sure do. So you've been a psychologist for 18 years. Yes. And so I would think over that time, with all the people that you've seen who come to you for various problems and relationship issues and what have you, mental health issues, how often does personal boundaries come up? All the time. Every day. My, my people that I mostly see too are women. And I think, as you mentioned before, this is a real difficult issue for women. Whether it's conflict within um, marital relationships, friendships, families, work-life balance, yeah, boundaries comes up every day. Yeah. So quickly, how would we define our personal boundaries? It's really simple. It's just what's okay for you and what's not okay. So that could be other people's behavior or attitudes, but what's not okay for you and what is okay. Yeah, what we'll tolerate and what we won't tolerate. What we tolerate and what we won't tolerate, exactly. It's funny, we were just kind of laughing before about saying how fucking busy we are. (laughs) And even that comes down to boundaries. It does. It does, personal boundaries. We take on too much. We take on too much and live in an overwhelmed land a lot of the time. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm so in overwhelm right now. Me too. I know. I just got back on from holidays. In total overwhelm. And interestingly, I just had a session with um, my business coach and I totally identified it's like my personal boundary that I don't uphold is saying yes to so many things, whether it's at work meetings or projects or, um, you know, social engagements, whatever it is. So I go, next thing, I'm like, my week is so full. It's like crazy. And then I'm just living in this constant state of overwhelm going, why did I agree to do that? (laughs) I have this running joke where I go, current me agrees to things and thinks future me can cope with it. Future me gets there and goes, what were you thinking? I I love that. (laughs) Current me and future me are always at war. (laughs) Oh, wow. Want to fill your soul with more? Go to thesisterco.com. Some of the common challenges that people face when it comes to setting and enforcing boundaries, what do you see with people that you help? What are some of the, the common challenges? A big element is we place the needs of others over the top of our own. We can feel it selfish to say no to help people. We can get guilty. We 
put others' needs ahead of our own. And it basically comes down to having more self-love, self-respect, self-care for ourselves over disappointing or feeling guilty about letting somebody else down. So people-pleasing can be a part of it. Feeling as women, we're conditioned to nurture, take care of people, look after people ahead of ourselves so we can feel guilty if we say no to people. Sometimes it's just the excitement of, of, of lots of things. Sometimes we just need a little bit of a gap between when people ask you before you respond. Yeah, there's lots of different reasons why we do it. It's so true. And again, I guess with women, and, and it does relate to to men as well, absolutely. Yeah. But I go, as women, we we can be total people pleasers. Mm-hmm. And, and do you know what? I, I'm sure that you have a, a, a professional psychological reason for why we're people pleasers. But, you know, I know since I was a little girl, you know, I was always taught as like, how is that going to impact someone else? Yeah. How's that going to impact someone else? What will the neighbours think? What will this person think? What will that person think? Yeah. We worry too much about what will, what other people think as a culture and it becomes ingrained into you. Is there a, a whole like psychological reason why we do people please and that we um, overextend ourselves? Yeah. Or let people let people kind of push our boundaries. Yeah. They say it comes back to, you know, we're tribal creatures and from an evolutionary psychology perspective, you want to please the tribe. You want to be accepted into the tribe for our su- survival. Um, if you're kicked out of the tribe, you're more likely to eat by eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. So we're, we're social creatures and we are, we are biologically driven to want to fit in. We also um, are biologically driven to want the love and acceptance of our parents. So we often do things that we want to ple- please them. We want to please our teachers. We want to be loved and accepted by people. But where's the line between wanting that and also loving and accepting yourself and, and setting, no, that's not okay with me or that's too much for me. So we need to bring it back to a better relationship with ourselves. When you were talking about the tribe then, I was getting these flashes of being in a little girl in primary school and it was all about being part of the group. Yep. And nobody wanted to be on the outer of the group and sometimes there would be somebody that would be like the power breaker mm-hmm. of this little group of schoolgirls that would be like, if you didn't toe the line, mm. you were ousted. And so you're right, there was this whole sense that we need to belong to that group. We do. And we, we disavow our own boundaries of what's not okay to stay in that group. So I've got memories of primary school too of watching people in the group do nasty things to other people in the group and thinking that's not okay with me but not standing up and saying anything because you want you don't want to be ousted from the group so you, you you go along to please whoever's doing it and then you regret it later and that's what we do when we don't set boundaries when we go along with things that aren't okay we get resentful and we regret it later yeah totally because it's not in line with our values it's not in line with our integrity yeah I'm just going to share something I guess I've identified that's become a real issue for me over the last seven years. So I started the Got Your Back Sister charity seven years ago. Charity Land is a wonderful space in that you are doing really good work in the world and helping people, some of our most vulnerable people in the community. You know, that's what the majority of charities do. They're about community service and being of service to people. And because we rely so heavily on fundraising and the support of community and generosity of people um, and organisations, I know that I get such a strong sense of, you know, being grateful for any support we get, but then also bending over backwards sometimes so far to make sure that I'm fulfilling everybody's expectations Mm. and wants and needs that sometimes it can get very, very heavy, Mm. very heavy. Mm. 
I, I don't know how to. I'm, so I'm, you I'm might tra- extend your personal boundary then to overdo it. So what a beautiful thing that you're doing. Absolutely beautiful. But if you push that where it's where it's your well-being's then at risk, then the boundary needs to come back in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm kind of probably after seven years at that point now, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of going, I really to avoid the burnout and also make sure I have a great marriage and family. 100%. Yeah. So for our well-being and if so you don't get resentful, exhausted, overwhelmed, burnt out, we have to set boundaries because nothing is sustainable without boundaries. Nothing, no relationship, no work, no charity, nothing. Yeah. My son, 22-year-old son, came in the, to my bedroom the other day and he was like, you're never around, you're always off going to things and talking to people. And I was, he's 22, so I didn't realise that actually yeah. he still needed me around. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. And I'm like, I, I was like, okay, self, you need to pull back. Yeah. You need to pull back on all the engagements. Yeah. Yeah. So that's then it comes to the next question. How do we communicate our boundaries effectively to others without damaging relationships? That's Be- because, a question. Because I know personally, and, and there would be other people that would relate to this, is that I feel the weight of expe- other people's expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. So boundaries can be loving. So we do it with love and compassion for, for the other person. May, what if it's a person that's actually being really rude and horrible to you and you say, how oh, the way you're speaking to me is not okay. So we don't like conflict as a species, most of, most of us. We want to avoid it. We want to please others, as we said, and, and not have disappointment. So most of the time we try to avoid it and then the resentment will come up later and spill out. So we don't want that. So early on we want it when something is not okay with us, we want to communicate it and we just want to do it not when we're flustered or overwhelmed or we're taken aback when someone's rude, but when we're in a calm state and we want to lovingly say, hey, I know you're probably just having a bad day today or I know you probably didn't intend this, but the way you spoke to me, that wasn't okay with me. That didn't feel great and I'm I'm not going to accept that. Let's move on. Let's move forward from here. You know, so you want to do it with love and compassion in a calm state of just just being something usually is going on for the other person. But we want to let them know quite clearly that that is not okay and it's not something you're going to tolerate and accept. And then how do we enforce that? If somebody keeps not necessarily intentionally pushing that boundary, it could be unintentionally, how do we reinforce that? Yeah, it's kind of the same. It depends on who it is, but you want to, again, maybe you need to be more firm and more assertive and more clear the next time you say it. But if someone repeatedly, repeatedly doesn't, respect your boundaries then people have to make a decision you know what they do about that situation obviously if 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 it's um someone that you might have to end a relationship with someone you might need time apart with someone um Mm. but we do our best to communicate it as clearly and strongly with still calm and compassionate as we possibly can that can be pretty scary sometimes depending on who the person is yeah yeah well, yeah exactly and if you're worried about the ramifications yes of saying no what if it's your boss what if it's your husband what if it's yeah yeah which leads me to i guess we see a lot of women at got your back sister women who have experienced domestic abuse and there is a very, very big issue with boundaries. Yes. And I guess we have wonderful caseworkers who then are, are working 
with women to help them with those boundaries because they are experiencing abuse and and, and how to get out of that. I guess as as a psychologist, do you uh, come up with that? Do you do you have all women coming time, to you? Yeah, all the time. I've so many women that I see that are victims of domestic violence that are so fra- afraid of setting boundaries and so fearful of the consequences of setting boundaries and so fearful to leave those situations. So a, a lot of it is coming in as like your organisation does an army of strong women that can be alongside you while you're setting boundaries and support you and work with the fear. But underneath a lot of that inability to set boundaries is often lack of self-love, lack of feelings of worthiness, putting other people's needs ahead of your own. So we we, often, we have to work on that self-worth, that self-love, that self-respect Mm. And and then also work through the fear yeah. around, you know, possible consequences of setting boundaries. But that's critical to the healing survivors of domestic violence. Absolutely. And I would say you were touching on, on, on self-love and self-care. And sadly, I guess for a lot of women who have experienced abuse, that, that can stem right back to childhood. So yes. they've been conditioned and taught from childhood yes. that it's all about pleasing someone else. Yes. And jumping through hoops or what have you. And they're not taught boundaries at all or, or self-love or self-care. No. And and also boundaries are dangerous. Boundaries are scary. Yeah. Yeah. You're not worthy. Yeah. That yeah. starts young. So to overcome that, it's really about doing the inner work. Doing the inner work. It, doing the inner work. Finding your own power, which is self-respect, self-love, worthiness, yeah, and then through as that grows and strongs people, their voice, their power, their ability to set boundaries without fear and consequence grows. Let's get soulful on social media. Search the Sister Code Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. So, Dr. Ricky, do you reckon that you could share a time when you've had to establish a new boundary in your life? I need to establish a new boundary right now. And that is better work-life balance. I can relate to exactly what you said before, where you say yes to so many different opportunities and and projects. And I often am that duck swimming <laughs> with my legs furiously under the water, you know, trying to, to keep my head above water, trying to trying to make out that I've got it all under control. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that that disavows my own need for like some downtime relaxation I don't allow enough of that in my life so that's one of my my big goals this year is saying no even if it's a really great thing and doing more self-care yeah I actually am feeling a bit guilty at the moment because I have a, a lovely dear friend and she is putting a lot of boundaries around her time this year and I was chatting to her yesterday and I'm like, hey, we're going to go and do this long lunch at the Kingsley for food month. Do you guys want to come along? And she, she was quiet for a minute. She went, no. <gasps> and I was like, what do you mean no? It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. And she was like, no, I've got a lot on in April. No, we're not going to come. And I was like. Oh, <laughs> and then now I'm like, now I'm like. Although it's funny, I went into. Are you pissed at me? Why do you want to come? Yeah. She's like, no, I just am really trying to be much more mindful of my time this year. So isn't that funny? As a girl, I totally went into the girl thing. What did I do wrong? Exactly, 
Exactly. That's what we do. We worry what people think all the time. We worry about what we've done. We have our inner critic that just wants to jump on us all the time for every little thing, even when it doesn't even exist. Bloody hell. How the hell do we fix that? (laughs) Self-love. Self-compassion. Worrying about, you know, it's again, I know we're going off topic here a little bit, but worrying about what people think. Uh, But I guess that that ties into it. This is why we do it. We choose other people, what other people think over our own well-being. Yeah. So I'm going to come to romantic relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that can, I mean, we're, we're talking about domestic violence, which is, you know, like that's an extreme, yeah. toxic, negative relationship. So how can people create and maintain healthy boundaries in their romantic relationships, especially, I guess, when they're establishing new relationships? That's a really great question. And again, it just comes back to what's okay for me and what's not okay and that might be the amount of time you spend together. That's a really big one, especially when people meet and fall in love. They want to spend every second of every moment. Yeah. But a really healthy boundary is maintaining your own hobbies, interests and friendships outside of that relationship. It's important to spend time together, of course, and have shared hobbies, interests, spend time with friends. But that's a big boundary when people are entering a relationship. I think that's important to establish. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it's one of those things when people have different backgrounds and different expectations. Expectations again. Expectations. Yeah. yeah of what a relationship looks like. And, you know, sometimes that can be a little bit of a mismatch. Yes, exactly. And I think the other thing is just communication, like communicate, 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 communicate around expectations don't if something is happens in that relationship and it's not communicated because you want to avoid conflict so you don't set a boundary it builds up over time resentment builds up in in romantic relationships and it spills out as anger so it's communicating oh that wasn't okay how you said that to me or that expectation of me i feel like that's too high that's not okay with me being able to communicate early don't go along with things to this is we'll try to avoid conflict way too much and it just spills out later yeah absolutely so in what ways can a lack of personal boundaries impact someone's mental health or emotional health i think so so much so even what we're talking about we're just talking about we're stressed right but if that goes on over time where you're doing too much your nervous system is in overdrive you know so you're putting yourself into a fight flight state when you know we're meant to go into that state momentarily if i walk out on king street here and a truck's coming along i need to jump out of the way that's when i'm meant to go into a state of fight flight not chronically live in it because i'm so busy and rushed that we're we're doing too much or you're in a you know domestic violence relationship or and not setting boundaries there or whatever the case may be um so it's stress anxiety and when that goes on too long the nervous system can start to shut down a bit and we go into depressed states or burnout states burnout Um, yeah (laughs) yeah if you're always worried what people think and you're always trying to please people and do things for people your self-confidence your self-worth is an issue and then we're always stressed and anxious so Mm. to live in a joyful state we, we need strong boundaries which is what we want right Yes, that's what we want. That's what we all want. We all want to live a joyful, happy life. Exactly. Absolutely. Okay, so I have a few tips here, practical tips and ways that people can set. So if you're listening and you are like, actually, I need some tips on how I can set personal boundaries. Okay, so I've got here number one, visualize and name your limits. Very good. Yes. But I actually haven't done that, I don't think. 
but my girlfriend has this said no to me about coming out for lunch. <laughs> she totally visualized and named her limits. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going out anymore. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> so openly communicate your boundaries. Yeah. Which is what you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Being really clear and to re- reiterate and uphold your boundaries. So, so I guess that's, um, you know, if people are still kind of pushing that boundaries for whatever reason, yeah. they really, really want you to come to lunch with them. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> oh. and, and don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to say no. Yeah. So, so we're afraid to say no, aren't we? We're afraid to say no. We definitely are. We fear conflict. We fear disappointment. We feel not fear people not liking us, not fitting in. Absolutely. And take time for yourself, take time which is what yourself. you were saying, what, self-love yeah. and the self-care. Yeah, which, I mean, how hard is that for busy, working mothers and women? And it's, it's, it's really tricky. The other tip I really like, which is very helpful, is when someone puts you on the spot and asks you something, whether it's work or in a relationship or going out for lunch, yeah. your friend could be very tempted in that moment, that sounds like really fun, that'll be really good, and I don't want to let Mel down, is to say, "Can let me get back to you about that. You know, let me check my calendar when I get home or let me talk to my partner about it and I'll get back to you about that. Create space in yep. between the expectation or the request and your response. I love that. Because we can automatically go into this people-pleasing. And like I said, that current me goes, lunch sounds great. Yeah. And then future me goes, we've got 10 things on that day. Oh, my God, that's me. <laughs> I think I live in Korea. Hey, yeah, let's totally do that. And then I'm like, weeks later, why the hell did I say yeah. yes to that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So create space. Beautiful. Yeah. So I love that. Visualize and name what your limits are. Openly communicate your boundaries and then reiterate and uphold them. Don't be afraid to say no. Make sure you take time for yourself. And your final tip, Dr. Ricky. Yeah, is create space create between space. the request and, and asking it. Other, another tip is creating a mantra about boundaries. Yep. You know? Yeah. So my well-being is more important than what others think or something really simple you can repeat if someone's asking you a request. Yeah, absolutely. And so I guess for anybody who's listening, the whole point of doing this episode is to be mindful of the issue of personal boundaries, because as Dr. Ricky was saying earlier, you know, many an issue that comes up in relationships or how we feel in life, potentially emotional and um, mental stress can really come back to our boundaries and whether we're upholding them and taking care of ourselves. Most definitely. Yay. Thanks so much, Dr. Ricky. My pleasure. Yay. If you would like to find out more about Dr. Ricky, where can people find out about you? Uh, I'm at the Hummingbird Centre, www.hummingbirdcentre.com.au. Beautiful. Thanks, my sister. Thanks, Mel. Thanks for listening to Hey Soul Sister with Mel Histon. What would help you on your crazy life journey? Email melissa at thesistercode.com. 